Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Okay, the word is out. Talk about the VOD and the silver screen. Kevin and Tom and Joe know all there is to know. From masterpieces to deep fried tacos. And if the movie sucks, you might hear them say, There's no telling where the guys will take you. Get ready for a spoiler. Won't say it twice, cause we're already Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 668, Ghostbusters-ish. <laughs> Ghostbusters The Force Awakens. Afterlife. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... I didn't hate it. <laughs> this is going to be one of those shows, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, let's go around the table and everyone can introduce themselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. Before we jump in, uh, shameless plugs. Don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeart, wherever you find a podcast, you can find us. While you're there, be sure and uh, follow us so you never miss an episode. And uh, maybe leave us a review if you would be so kind. If you haven't done that yet, it's the easiest thing you can do. Doesn't cost you a dime, and we greatly appreciate it. Uh, and you could also join the League of Show Sharers. Speaking of things that don't cost you a dime, and we really appreciate it. Uh, you can find us at facebook.com slash real spoilers. Uh, the, the group is called the League of Show Sharers, and people who were kind enough to share an episode last week, Ralph Tribble, Heather Sachs, Librarian Cynthia, Julianne Jul- Jordan, Gabriel Lugo, Tammy Sherman Power, Spoiler Piece Theater Podcast HQ, The Manic Pixie Weirdo Podcast, In Session Film, Mike Mike and Oscar, B Garner, Chris Wilson, Binge Movies, Ronnie Castle, Chris Williams, Ryan Terry from the Forza Crowd Podcast, Invasion of the Remake, Feel and Film, Matt Naglia, and Geek to Me Radio. So thank you very much, everyone, for sharing it. We greatly appreciate it. And uh, speaking of things that do cost you several <laughs> dimes. We have a Patreon. We still appreciate you. Yes, we Made appreciate you more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we sit around and talk about how wonderful you are. Uh, <laughs> Patreon.com slash Real Spoilers, where for five bucks a month, you get all sorts of bonus content, and you help us out, and 
we love you long time. So, <laughs> Ghostbusters. Man, I love this movie. Afterlife. I don't think I've ever seen a director love something this much yeah. and completely misunderstand what he loves about it. I huh. That's so strange you say that because like that's my qualm with this movie. Really? Yes. I think... And a director who grew up on the set. I see. That's the of problem. That's the problem. This is why they don't let surgeons <laughs> operate on family members, right? You're I, too close to it. And so he's. So you would think on paper, and I would have made the same mistakes. Yeah. Not above it. On paper, you think Jason Reitman's a, a really good director. Absolutely. And he's got Ghostbusters in his DNA. Yeah. yeah. And like he's your guy. And and he didn't make. A movie that exalts Ghostbusters. He makes a movie that exalted his childhood time on the set of Ghostbusters. We have said before that one of the things that comedy, comedy in 2020, I don't know, it's even comedy of the last. Oh, was this a comedy? Well, that's what I'm going to get at, right? <laughs> Is in the last comedy in the last two, ten to fifteen years has gotten away from using actual comedians. Yeah, right. Uh, the original Ghostbusters is full of guys that were comedians. Yeah. Right? Except with sure. the exception of Ernie Hudson. Right. Uh, Who was supposed to be Eddie Murphy. Correct. Yeah. And the other one was supposed to be Belushi. Right. So it's like, but okay. those guys were improvisational. Yeah. They comics. were, they were, they, gr- they grew out Lemming? Lemming? Second City. Second City. They were all Second City. Yeah. So like, well, Eddie Murphy wouldn't have been, but. Right. Right, right, right. He was just a stand up. So, and I, and I think that there's a level of, I don't want to say disdain, but, they and maybe I'm just I'm overthinking it, which I did last week. Apparently, they think that the the original Ghostbusters, like they it's it's dumbed down, right? And this is like the high art Ghostbusters. Yeah, and like I enjoyed this. I think this was fantastic. I thought it looked great. I thought this was I, great. I thought it was fun. I would love to it watch okay. it again. I thought it, it was, was a good. great balancing act between old and new. Like I felt like you've got all the stuff for the old crowd, but you could watch this movie never having seen it. And they I, have, this is the Force this, Awakens. This is yeah. a better movie if you haven't seen the original. I think that could be true. Which I, the kids they're trying to sell tickets to and, and maybe wouldn't have because the, the original Ghostbusters isn't a kids movie. I know, and, and uh, you know, I know. I and <laughs> so like I don't get, but they I, don't have any like so kids these days. They know the song, they know the toys, and, they might. Well, know and the I games. think a lot of parents have still let their kids l- watch Ghostbusters. My kids have watched it, and My they just turn a blind eye during the blowjob scene. But, but yeah. you know, but it's like, but but that's the thing is they don't really have a. It's not a kids movie, and this is a movie that the whole family can watch. Yeah, like now kids have. But it a could Ghostbusters. okay, but so was Goosebumps, and Goosebumps yeah. was funnier. Sure. Goosebumps should not be funnier than a Ghostbusters. Movie. I agree. There, there's a, there's. I, I think Paul Rudd was very funny in his role. Paul Rudd is great. Yeah, and yeah. And, and McKenna Grace is is she's the star of this movie. Absolutely. She is so good. She well, she's the lead character. Really, it's her. Absolutely. Movie. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. she's great. I, I, but but there's. There, God, there she are, looks like Ramus and acts she, like Ramus. Yeah. She get yeah. that. Oh, uh, you know the, what was very disconcerting is for me. This is just a personal note. Yeah. She looks. So much like a twelve-year-old version of my first girlfriend. Oh, really? Oh my God! The the hair, the glasses. <laughs> the... Were you Ghostbusters fans? Did you go to Ghostbusters? She I mean, loved Ghostbusters. 80, 84? She loved yeah. Ghostbusters. That's funny. In fact, she loved it so much. Her her favorite reference in Ghostbusters is 
just a nothing throwaway, not even a line. It's a noise, and it's when the when they when uh when Venkman first sees slime. And he's like, oh, someone blows your nose and you want to collect it. And he's like, collect the sign. He's like, da, da, da. <laughs> like that was whenever she would find, yeah, that's come across good. something that's gross. That is the noise she would make. Um, but uh, but this, so that was yeah. off-putting. I was like, God damn. You look she, like, she did a great job. She was great. I think if you take, if you take the... everyone out of this cast, and I think you can, right? You can get rid of Finn Wolfhard, who yeah, looks he, like he's about 40 now. Like, yeah. I don't know what happened well, to that kid, but he grew up real quick. From Stranger Things 2 sure. to 3. I mean, that's just that's <laughs> yeah, how kids that's age. Right. Yeah. It's no, like, no, right, right. But if you if you would have just taken stream streamlined this down, let it be uh, the mom who I forgot was the... She's the, Carrie si- Coon? She's the sister in Gone Girl. Yeah. She plays oh, Ben Affleck's sister. I know Carrie Coon. Yeah. Um, and she was in an epi- a season of Sinner. Which was on a USA show that which is really good on on okay. Netflix right now. Um, let it be the the mom, Paul Rudd, and the daughter, and this like is money. Like, yeah, but but the film Finn Wolfhard stuff was innocent enough. I mean, he just had, he goes off and does his own thing for a couple just, things. But I don't think it needed to. I, I don't think yeah. he. But did but if you take to, that out, are you going to miss anything? I think they probably gave a boy character, a girl character. You know, it's just I think they just have everything in yeah. here for everybody. You yeah. know, I I think they just. You know what I mean? It's not necessary, but it also just just fill, fulfills those roles, I guess. Qualifications. For, why just, are there no jokes in this movie? I agree. Like, why are well, who? There's so that's there's, what, a, there's some really good nerdy science jokes. Uh, I think she. No, I mean, like, there, it's it's and it's not like there are jokes that don't work. Whenever it tries to be funny, it is. It just does it so rarely. Yeah, I think. Uh, that's what I mean, right? Is like that that original one is written by Ramison Reitman, right? Or is it Ackroyd. just Ramus? Ackroyd, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you've got guys who who are joke writers. And that's why the ghost stuff works, because to him, that's all true. <laughs> <laughs> that's I correct. know. When he's saying his stuff, it really puts it in a new light now, because you know yeah. the stuff that he believes in right, and all that. Right, right, so when he's right. repeating the stuff, I'm like, oh, God, that's Ackroyd. That is <laughs> right. Really, he's not acting. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like, when I saw Ghostbusters for the first time, I thought that was just a funny character, but right. I'm like, oh. No, oh, like, no, okay. no, 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 no. That's, that's probably the closest to the real man <laughs> yeah. is we've ever seen on film. Right. Yeah. So I, I do think that like that movie is is as funny as it is, and the jokes work is because you have guys who are professional joke writers who weave in those jokes into the script. Right. Well, and you know they were punching them up on the spot for sure. I mean, that's yeah. just, that's again they're improvers. Like they, yeah, all the two be- of them. I mean, yeah, b- correct. And I think in this uh, all one, three, three. Ramus is sorry. City. Yeah, I'm. I'm yeah. always. I'm thinking of that. Ramus doesn't count in. The, I was thinking of this yeah. one where he's not really a, gotcha, a thing. Yeah. Um, but I do. I, I think that that's this one. The it jokes aren't jokes anymore, right? Like they're just long gags. You know, you watch the forty year old virgin, and they're not really telling jokes. Oh, there's it, lots of jokes. You think so? I just yeah. think it's like like. You know, funny I conversation. Think there's a whole scene. I guess the whole like the whole waxing like, scene. What's that? The whole waxing. Well, scene. the whole that's a gag though. That's a gag. But yeah. like the whole the whole you know how I know you're gay. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's just one joke after another. Now maybe it didn't age sure as well as they sure, would like. Sure. But I mean, but that's just joke, joke, joke. That's fair. That's you know? fair. I don't. You know, it's just it's interesting though because they do weave jokes throughout. I mean, I know the whole thing isn't just like a straight comedy through and through. But I found myself laughing and smiling and having a good time throughout the whole there's movie. A difference between smiling and laughing especially at a comedy well 
Yeah, I mean, I if I, you're on stage doing stand up and the crowd is smiling, <laughs> right? Like you're not doing well. But I, I agree with yeah. you on that point because it's not a straight comedy. Yeah. I wouldn't classify this as a comedy. And I just wish that like if they had done one more pass on the mm. script, yeah. and put in jokes, yeah, and or beefed up Paul Rudd's role, yeah, because yeah. Paul Rudd. Is, he's your I, joke I know teller. he doesn't come from from Second City or Groundlings, but he's naturally funny sure. yeah. and can riff with the best of them. And and like and when he's on screen, the movie comes to life from, a, from a comedic standpoint. Sure. And and I like it. it I thought me, podcast was very funny. I he, I think but he not worked. funny enough to carry the movie. He certainly had some funny moments, but yeah. but not but not funny enough. To, like this isn't a Ghostbusters movie shouldn't have comedic relief. It should have ghost <laughs> yeah. relief. Yeah, it's a comedic film with ghost relief. Yeah, I it's, can. Yeah, I can see what you mean. If you're a diehard fan of the of the originals, which I totally understand, a lot of the audience will be. You know, this is the nostalgia factor. I can see you being maybe disappointed that it wasn't as funny as it could have been. Certainly. But, you know, I, I just I think that there's a lot in there for everybody. Again, I think the uh, the special effects and, and the action sequences were well done. But there's I mean, a there's a lot of practical effects in this know, that yeah, I was the, not the, expecting. Right. I mean, that's what I mean, like the and, practical special effects. And I, I mean, feel like but, that's where Jason Reitman helps. I, yeah. I feel sure. like that's a that's a lesson learned from Ghostbusters 2. Mm-hmm. But oddly, oh. but oddly. So between Ghostbusters 1 and Ghostbusters 2. Like the you got the rise of of CGI, absolutely. Right? Yep. And so, in Ghostbusters one, most of the effects, like the whole like levitating scene, mm-hmm. right? Like that's just a magic trick. Sure. Like they just found a magician and said, <laughs> "How do you levitate a girl?" And then that's what they mm-hmm. did. Right. They didn't do that for Ghostbusters two. They started to, to use more CGI, All CG, right? Yeah. And so, so the the. It's like again, he it's like he learned the lesson but missed the point. So like the point wasn't that the practical effects looked better, yeah. although they did. Yeah. The lesson there was that when you did CG, you no longer had Bill Murray oh. and Sigourney Weaver in the same room. Right. So he wasn't able to riff and punch it up on the fly mm-hmm. like he did in the first right, movie. Right, you need them in the room you together. You need them together. Right. And so CGI robbed them of that ability to put them together. And so like and so in this case, you you get rid of CG, I mean, you don't get for the rid most of it, part. But I mean, uh, but there's obviously a lot yeah. of CG, but but you bring back practical and you lean on it as much as you can. Which is great. It looked great. Which looks better. Yeah. But it but then you didn't put any comedians there to help you make it funnier. It's crazy to think of like uh, when they announced that they were going to reboot, not reboot, but I guess like do a sequel. Right. Right. At one point it was the we, I guess I kind of refer to them as the frat pack guys. Whereas the hang the guys from the hangover were going to come in and, and do it was going to it was going to be like uh Originally, it was going to be I, it was Paul Rudd, Michael Sarah, Seth Rogen, Bradley Cooper. Like that would have, I, I think that could have been a really good movie. And yeah. then I think they were like, "Oh, it's a little bit too broy." And yeah. then they they pivoted and, and went twenty sixteen, which is I I, I enjoyed. I have no problem it with twenty sixteen. Also, not great and 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 missed it. It, it was not as awful as people played it up, but to also be. but it also missed the comedians. mark a little bit. 
but they brought in comedians. Yeah. But see, yeah. that's the thing and is the let... people were funny in that movie, right. but but the writing was not good. So they didn't get to and, and I guess their improv wasn't couldn't save it. Yeah. I think the script was really not there. Um I thought that Chris Hemsworth is the funniest part of that twenty sixteen yeah, movie. Which, I agree with which you. I mean he's not the lead. He shouldn't be the funniest one yeah. in a movie with four comedians. <laughs> Although Kate McKinnon is really funny. Yes. She is and she, yeah. she, I she just, does a I, good Egon. I, impression. I uh rewatched like, the first half of it last night. Okay. And she was funny. Yeah. Like she was, you know, but Chris Hemsworth steals yeah. that movie. It's funny when they're just like, just get the get the eye candy from Thor, and yeah. he, they're like, wait a minute, that dude's funny. He's yeah. hilarious. Who knew? Yeah, he's got a great comedic sense. Yeah, yeah. but I, I agree. I think that again, I actually I agree that I adored this movie. I yeah. think it was. A, I do think of it kind. It is very much the Force Awakens. Like it hits. See, the, it's, a, it, it's a soft it reboot hits, for it, a new generation. It hits of, the same buttons yeah. that the Force Awakens did. You shouldn't adore a Ghostbusters movie. Like that's that's my thing. Like so, like the adoration. Yeah, is playing on nostalgia, the love of the film, not what the film actually is. Like there's nothing in that first Ghostbusters movie that's soft and gooey. No, that's slimer. true. Right, slimy, but uh, right. but like, there's nothing like that movie was all about irreverence. This is the the kind of the first time you saw like a kid version of that SNL. Like everything at the time was slobs versus snobs, right? Yeah. It was Animal House. It yeah. was Caddyshack. It was Stripes. It was like like the anti-establishment. It you know, it's weird. Bill Murray, Bill Murray, Bill Murray. Right. It was it was like the smart asses. Who who don't have power are the ones who really know what's going on, which is also why that plays so well for kids, right? Oh, sure. That's how kids feel, right? Mm-hmm. That movie came out when I was thirteen. I was it was made in a lab for me. I was yeah. two, but yeah. yes. <laughs> so <laughs> shut up. Uh, so I mean, I remember just how massive that movie was. I mean, I probably saw it four or five times in the theater. Is that, that right? Summer. Oh my god, it was like. The movie to see. I mean, keep it made like two hundred and twenty-five million dollars. I was going to ask in nineteen eighty-four. That's so yeah. much money. Yeah, that's so much money. Like this movie is in present dollars isn't going to make two hundred and twenty-five. Probably million not. Dollars. No, maybe I mean, worldwide, don't think so? but not domestic. Yeah, not domestic. Not yeah, not domestic. No, no way domestic. Maybe I, worldwide. I think. Uh, I guess what I say I ad- I adored this movie is like it did hit all the nostalgia points right. like it this hit is everything an incredibly I, emotional movie I can I believe. did not expect my emotional reaction at the end I cannot believe I teared up during a Ghostbusters movie <laughs> twice like that end I did is not ex- so I did not expect that to me that's like good. saying like oh man this the animal or you know, <laughs> Uh, American Pie Six really, <laughs> really got really me. But got you know what? Feels. But, but I, I don't know. I think that film films can grow and evolve, and th- they grow with us as the audience grew up with them. And I think that they can change and become different things. And this one still, I think, had the spirit. I know not the comedic spirit, but it, I think it touched on a lot of things that we loved. Like it, it obviously was a love letter to the original movies, and it made me feel. And that's what movies I set just, out to I do. Guess I just feel like that's, but like I said, it's it's more playing on your love. Like it is the You're love at, you came to have for a film. It's not what the film, what that source material was actually trying to do. I think that's a fair assessment, and I it, think you're spot on. Yeah, and and so like, but I, just, I don't know if that's wrong. You know, I'm like, I, 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 if if people enjoy and they feel something, and they really like, how long ago did he die? Ten, uh, right after year one, right? Like 2010. Yeah, well, yeah, it was pretty. Short that was at, his last movie, and yeah. And then how long ago did let's say right ten years. Die? A year? Right? Ryman? Year? Ryman, Ryman died? Dead. 
He's no. not dead. He's not dead. Oh, I thought he yeah, died. His dad's a producer yeah. on this movie. Oh, yeah. good. Never mind then. Yeah. <laughs> oh Lord, I'm like, uh, <laughs> like <what>? no. no. <laughs> Hopefully, when this comes out, everything's still fine. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> oh, you're gonna be suspect number one. <laughs> but yeah, I just like I said, it's not a bad movie. Yeah. I didn't hate it, and I will also say the stuff at the end. I, I when we get there, I felt like it went on too long. I felt like they like they. They, I won't say they go to the well too much because they really only go to it yeah. once, but they stay in that well a long but time. Man, to me, I sure. thought I saw Baby Jessica. <laughs> we were in that oh well for a God. long time. But man, I don't know. It 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 worked on me a hundred percent. Where it I got was like, it, it was so nice. Like the, what a touching. I will tribute. say the uh, first one got me. Second one not so much, but the first one yeah, absolutely. The first one I was just like, okay, this is. It. But then it just I'm like, yeah. I get it. Yeah, I right, right, right. Like, I, I, like I don't know. It, I, with I, them, I think you kind of have to have that. Right, like that. That plot point is like a point throughout the entire movie. Yeah. So you kind of need that. Like there, that's the payoff for. Uh, yeah, I just the felt entire like I don't story. know. I've, I've it needed to be tightened up or slightly yeah. different. I don't know, but but oh, well, but, let's talk about the story. Yeah. While yeah. We're yeah. At so it. we've got um our, our our nuclear family for the most part. So it's oh. the Spenglers. It is well, I guess we minus should say the, the one. minus one. The the opening of this movie is uh you see someone who is definitely Egon. Uh, in 2021, kind of uh, being chased back to this dirt farm, but we don't know what it is. Oh, and can we talk real quick though? Like, this is why I don't watch trailers. This is why I don't want to know anything about a movie. Yeah, I did not know Egon was going to be in this movie. I don't. I, did, I don't think we knew. That I he, didn't. Uh, so I don't think I watched, that was in the trailer. I watched the first initial like yeah. teaser trailer, but I have come around to your side. Is I will not. Wa- I'll watch that teaser trailer because they but can't really give anything. You know, away. but yeah, you know. And as the trailers go on, like second, third trailers, right. and people talk. I'm about not. Where, I haven't watched but, the Far From Home trailer. But, I'll tell you. That. Okay, but almost all movies do spoil stuff like that in the trailers. No, even totally. If this yeah. So if it, it was in the trailer, I either yeah. didn't see that trailer or it just. I but I don't want to hear people it. talk about it because yeah. this movie starts up and I'm like, what? Yeah, Who? right. And like that feeling. What greater feeling? Like when you go to a movie and you're surprised. Imagine going to Spider Man. I haven't uh, I haven't seen the movie, but I feel like I have because I know every cameo <laughs> yeah. that's in it, every or, villain. Or do you? But imagine going to the theater and you hear I the freaking Willem Dafoe laugh. Yeah, right. And a right, pumpkin right. bomb comes out, and you'd be like, "Oh crap!" Like <laughs> I haven't paid attention to any of yeah. the Spider Man stuff. I saw so that initial trailer. <laughs> <laughs> we won't get it. Oh, trust me. There's a million other things to be yeah. spoiled by, but. Why have we gotten away? I get they want to sell tickets and it's all about marketing yeah. and there's a lot of content, whatever. But like, that's what we, I love going to the movie and being surprised yeah, and shocked. I agree. And so anyway, it just makes me so mad. It's like, why do I know all these villains are in this movie? I don't want to know. You tell me Spider-Man and I go, okay, I'll be there. I'm in. Night. Like, you <laughs> don't have you, to You had me, me at Spider-Man. Anyway, right? I think Marvel's big enough now where they should just go coming out next Thursday, <laughs> a new Marvel movie, show up and find out who's in it. Yeah. And they'll still sell 500 million. Dem- you know, so anyway, but uh, not It would have worked for Eternals. It would have. <laughs> not, not knowing Egon it was, was a nice. It was a nice movie. pull, and it's like it, he's obviously in shadow. It's yeah. uh it's a it's a, a different actor in the beginning, yeah. uh, but he's got like you the can right. Still tell because he's got yeah. the right hair. Yeah. He's got everything. He's got the right glasses, um, and he sets up this. What we th- we don't know what he's doing. Yeah. It turns out he has got this giant ghost trap, yeah. and it doesn't work. Uh, and this is he goes back and kind of collapses in a chair and drops a ghost trap like into this little like Tetris style mm. thing in the floor. And this is like the first homage we see is this is actually I don't know if you remember, but this is when this is the exact same scene of when Dana is taken for the first time because yeah. you had arms come out of the mm-hmm. chair and grab her oh, and yeah. pull her back. It looked like the same chair. It did look like the same, which I think it may right like 
that has to be on purpose. Yeah. Oh, you know? yeah. So well, plus the, you need a chair with thick arms so the arms can, can come, come up through, through it. Through it. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so then we flash forward to our three: Finn Wolfhard and Carrie, Carrie Coon, and the girl, and McKenna Grace. McKenna Grace and McKenna Grace steals this movie. Yeah, it's her. Movie. It's her movie, but yeah. she steals every scene she's in. She's got the same kind of uh, curly like frock that Egon yeah. has, and, and the big glasses. And she's very so where they smart. They even hold Egon's glasses up at one Which point. Which I thought right. was great. Oh, these are the same glasses. <laughs> yeah. Like literally, they don't just look like that. Right. Um, and we are we're thirty years past the original Ghostbusters, but that incident in New York. Which it's funny that they don't talk about the other incident in New York. Like they yeah. only reference yeah. the state push. I'm like, what about Ego? All right. Yeah, but it's almost like they retconned Ghostbusters <laughs> two out of existence yeah. as well. Exactly. Because they do that with a lot of movies. Well, because they also don't reference that. The baby? The baby. Yeah. Right? Oscar? So who knows? That little yeah. bastard. Uh, but, uh, so this is a sequel. This is a sequel I mean, to clear, one. We see for Egon sure. in the beginning. We yeah. see, we hear about the incidents. We see clips of their commercials from the first movie. Which I think is great. It's fantastic. Just that footage. Is Was that there. footage of Ramus and Annie Potts? Was that like a deleted scene? Yeah, it must have been. That's pretty That's cool. real footage. That's cool. Yeah. That is cool. Um, yeah, so they life isn't the best for the not Spanglers. We don't know that they're Spanglers yet, but it's pretty obvious. I really like how Carrie Coon, her character, the mom, is portrayed because in movies, especially like family-esque movies, you usually get like the mom that has it all together and she's just so like accommodating and sweet and nice to the kids and everything. And this mom is just like, Hey, what's up? Oh, whatever. <laughs> like, I thought she was very funny and also very refreshing. Not together. Yeah. She was, yeah, but she was just living life. Like, I mean, in in the real world, not the movie world, you know, you've got jobs, you've got problems, and you're dealing with your kids, and you're dealing with paying the bills and everything. She is having a hard time paying the rent. Yeah. You know, I just, it, it was kind of refreshing to have the mom in one of these movies yeah. be a real human being with real problems. And I just, I liked that portrayal. You don't, you know. Yeah, I, I, no, I agree. Movie. I think... Um, Dana in the first one is the, is what exactly what you're describing. She's yeah. together. She's got everything under control. Yeah, and then all hell breaks loose for her. So I like that, and I I like how she was just very much like whenever her daughter would say something, she would just be kind of like, huh, okay, well, like I don't know what yeah. you're talking about. Which, but. I like when she's like messing with the power, yeah. and she was like, can you not do that? Yeah, she's kind of, of flipping. Like, like I don't know, her very uh, carefree. Not you know what I mean. Like she's dealing with all this stuff, but it's right. not getting to her. She's just kind of go. Or it flow. is getting to her, and she's just having to put on a face and keep pushing through. Yeah, I mean, you, you know? can see where she. She's like falls asleep at the table with a glass of wine. Like clearly the pressures she has them and feels them. But I don't know. I really liked her. In this yeah. Movie. I no, I did. I did as well. Uh, she gets there. They find out they're getting evicted. So they have to uh, they have to go to this dirt farm in this nothing town to settle up whatever the dirt farmer the dirt which is like i think that's a i do like that running gag yeah. where everybody's like the dirt farmer had a family no offense but i never planted anything <laughs> right, yeah. it, everyone in the town but but they're she's going there anyway to clean up his affairs correct after he passes away but then they get evicted so she's like well, i guess we're to staying. the kids like uh it's gonna be more than a week right uh, this is the first, the the second cameo, I guess, if you want to include the the Egon one, where Annie Potts walks through the door, and she's the same character, and she was kind of in charge of Egon's affairs, mm-hmm. and Egon, being Egon, like just kind of let things fall by the way. He would focus on this project, and then, oh well, yeah, he would, would all just, of his money clearly went into all those basement full of gadgets which i think is great like it's got the pole it's got the you know yeah he's not keeping up on it any any of the house or whatever it's like it's all down there with these things strewn all this technology strewn all about and right um 
so now like we're in this town and it's you know it's, of a, it's very throwbacky to like a 1960s town where yeah. it's got uh sort of like a, a burger joint with people on roller skates and um you know finn wolfhard ha- sees a girl that he likes and what, starts to did, did they name that restaurant burgers spinners just to take the pee out and I get that so. one gag okay yeah because i'm like, like what the hell kind of name for a restaurant is that and when they did it i'm like oh <laughs> so you <laughs> well, i guess the, on the roller skates they're spinning. spinners I, yeah I, but I, i've never heard of it's a that. it is a stretch it's, but it's i've never heard of it's a, a roller skater yeah. called hey look at those spinners yeah. you know what i mean i just okay <laughs> Uh, they were like, "Oh, if we take that pee out." <laughs> that was gotta, the one where I was coming. Okay, joke. that's not. <laughs> um, I do think it's funny that so they, you know, Finn Wolfhard is trying to, uh, you know, but meet those people. wheels are called spinner wheels. Oh, are they? Yeah, yeah. That's okay. what the, like not rollerblades, but the yeah. When you're at the, the four, the quads. Those are called spinner wheels. Hmm, okay. Yeah. yeah, I just never heard like I don't know to name a restaurant, but okay. <laughs> it was a reach. It like, was. I'm, yeah. I'm not defending the it was joke. Clearly, to as get as much that as one. I wanted more jokes in the film, <laughs> yeah. I will not defend <laughs> not, that. I will one. not defend that no. joke. But it was to get that gag. It like, was. there's no way they were like, let's think of a really good name for this. Oh, burger spinners. Yeah. Like, yeah, I got a joke for you. I admire his confidence. Like that kid, to his credit. New town doesn't know anybody, you know. Goes right people, after other it. workers, guys around, you know. Goes right up to the girl yeah. and starts chatting her up. Right, um, he's not good at it, but yeah. good for him. <laughs> my favorite or... scene between them is when he's in the freezer, and yeah. she's like, "Here, take my sweatshirt." And he's like, "It's you know, it's big," and he puts it on, and he she was like, "Where'd you get this?" She's like, "It's my boyfriend." She's like, "Wow, yeah." <laughs> like he just starts to take it off. Um, so the the McKenna Grace is in school, which I just think is ridiculous because she's obviously leaps and bounds of, uh, ahead of these kids but she's going to summer school anyway because she loves school right Correct. i took it as like she wanted to go to school like she's like i'm what am i going to do in my summer i she wants to go to school. Yeah. school she chose it where all the other kids right, are clearly right. not happy about being there because there's and there's no school going on it's in summer school it's movies yeah oh which i think <laughs> you know? is even better like that's <laughs> yeah I, w- I had a teacher like that it was great uh, like he wheels out the vhs card he's like clearly your school still <laughs> clearly has- your school but he knows the school like when he says your school it's like don't you teach there no, he's a summer school teacher i think he took the job oh okay, okay. i think he it, to me it was like he's a seismologist or whatever and he just wanted to get some money and yeah oh i took it as this, he was uh, the science teacher and this that's is what, what i took in it summer as. but seismology is kind of his yeah no i don't know thing. i don't know yeah. i just meant i don't know that he necessarily does teach there but he it's it's crazy i for i love paul rudd and sometimes he can get overshadowed by people that he's on screen with mm. And I think in this one, man, every time he is on screen, it is absolutely delightful. Because you know you're going to hear a joke. That's uh, not even that, but he like, but, <laughs> but yes, he is. But he, he has the charisma, he has though. It, right? He, like yeah. when, he, when that first meet cute with him, and I know mom. he was just voted sexiest man alive, and blah blah blah. <laughs> good but, like, for him. But like for real, I I don't know why. And it's not like he's not having a good career. But why isn't he a bigger star than I he agree is. yeah I agree he That's should true. be I mean I mean he got a Marvel movie which is pretty he big got like a big yeah but he got Ant-Man which is the opposite of big <laughs> or is it uh, you know he's got a third one coming Man. out he's in the Avengers movies like yeah I get it he but it's definitely like he could be it's not Iron Man yeah. right, right. It's, right, right, it, right in the Marvel universe I mean they're they're successful movies and but like they're, but they're lower Ant- tier Marvel Ant-Man movies. Ant-Man is, yeah. is tier two. Yeah. Well, hopefully yeah. with this new, next one, you know, I think they're building enough goodwill and uh, with the old guard kind of leaving and him, you know, he's going to be one of the old guys now. Totally. Yeah. yeah. No, so, that could absolutely. So I'm thinking that the next one's kind of like, okay, now he's the A-list. of the, He's yeah. going to be. He's yeah. not, they're not going to have much of a choice. Um, but like this meet cute, I think, is great. 
like them like playing off each other and then when he when it's him and McKenna great well I love when when so he puts on the Cujo on VHS and the kids are like you can tell it's a great panning shot of like the kids who were just totally unsure of what they're watching yeah and he's in the back looking at stuff and McKenna Grace kind of walks around the corner and he's just like hey uh what are you doing in here and like their interaction I think is fantastic he's like hey, you know there's a movie about a <laughs> rabbit murderous rabbit dog, dog. Yeah, she's yeah. like uh-huh uh, but when she makes the joke and the wink, yeah, and he goes, "Was that I, a joke?" And she goes, "That's why I winked." I love like, that. Oh man, I that. loved that joke and that wink that she does. <laughs> She's she is so good, and I thought that what was is, hilarious. Where do I know her from? Anything? Oh, she's been in a. I mean, I don't know that you know her from X Y Z from like a big movie, but yeah. she's been in a lot of stuff. Okay, she was in a remake of The Bad Seed for Lifetime. Didn't see that. With Rob Lowe, <laughs> which if you've ever seen the, I don't know if the remake's any good, but if you've ever seen the original yeah, Bad seen the original. Seed. Oh, yeah. yeah, such a good movie. Yeah. She uh, began her acting career at the age of six with her earliest roles, including Jasmine Bernstein in the Disney XD sitcom Crash and Bernstein. Nope. Um, and in the soap opera The Young and the Restless. Oh, good for oh, her. I didn't know she was on that. Uh, but I thought she I thought she was on one of those um one of those talent things. I may be thinking of someone else. Um she was in a movie Gifted with Chris Evans, directed by Mark oh, Webb. Oh, I saw that. I saw that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's what I okay. Uh, but she's been in a lot of stuff. Uh she was in Annabelle Comes Home. That's probably another one you we covered it, I think. Yeah. yeah. And she, yeah, she's oh, she's the daughter. The daughter. I that's what it is. That's yeah. that's she's the daughter in that movie. And uh, she appeared in Marvel Studios' film Captain Marvel as the younger version of the titular character. She oh, was she was also Captain in Marvel. Hand, Handmaid's Tale. Oh, is she? And on yeah. The Handmaid's okay. Tale. So she's in a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I definitely remember her. And from, I think and very, but also I would point out very different things. Very yeah. different. Like things. right, she. I mean, she goes from like kind of schlock horror to like to like high highbrow highbrow TV. prestige television yeah. to, to I know, Disney Joe. wackiness. <laughs> I know. She was Ella Bird in the Angry Birds movie. There it is. There Bingo. That was the one. That Thanks, you Scott Moser. She was young Tanya Harding and I, Tanya. <laughs> yeah. She was in Ready Player One as one of the kids in one of the schools. Oh, okay. I, mean, kind of but, I mean, she's, that's what I mean. She's been in a lot. Of, wait a minute. She will also be playing my first girlfriend <laughs> yeah. in the feature <laughs> film of my life. Young Madison Lake in Malignant. <laughs> she played really? the young Maddie in in Malignant. Okay, okay. Just kind of ran, yeah. Uh, yeah. So they 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 kind of start chit chatting about none of this makes sense. None of these earthquakes make sense. Um, hold on. She played a character named Arden in that movie, How to Be a Latin Lover. Wasn't that the movie that made like a trillion yeah, dollars? Yeah, we were just we like, were... what is this movie? How? Wh- where is it all was, this money It was like from? at the top of the box office for a long time, and it was it just, just kept chugging random, along. But we had never, and did, you know, it made several dozens, millions. Not like we, we right. were just like, what is this movie? Anyway, I just thought that was funny. That's pretty That's good. Like, oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, so McKenna, McKenna Grace goes. What's her character's name in this? Egon Junior. Egon Junior. I believe <laughs> she goes home and. She starts. To, this is. Uh, does she find Phoebe. the Phoebe? Does she find the the Tetris box first and then goes to the basement because she's got the? Uh, yeah, oh no! She I starts playing. That. She starts playing chess. That's what it is. She there's a chess board that's all knocked over and she sets it back up. And when she wakes up in the morning, the the pawn has moved. So yeah. she moves the the bishop and like there's a there's a chess game going on. And then she finds the old, um, 
like ghost tracker, which I had one of those. Thank you very much. Yeah. The amount of Ghostbusters, it, it's crazy to think the amount of Ghostbusters crap that I had as a oh, kid, yeah. right? We had the figures and Ecto one. Oh, the both the cartoons, both of them. I watched them both. Uh, renting one of them, thinking it was the right one, realizing oh, where is this? Oh, you watch the one with the monkey. Why the is ghost? this? Why is this weird car and <laughs> the ghost? You watch the one with Forrest Tucker. <laughs> yeah, not a and not Larry a good Storch. Not a good cartoon. Yeah. yeah. Um. Oh, well, the cartoon. Okay, so like the cartoon. Oh yes, there was a cartoon that was the, just called Ghostbusters. No, I know because it there was a TV show called Ghostbusters. Oh. Right. And and it starred uh Forrest Tucker and Larry Storch, who were like the the two like goofy conmen from F Troop. Okay, and it was a Saturday morning t- live action TV show. It, r- it ran for like fifteen episodes, and they canceled it. Do you and, want to phone a friend? We can get Dan on the phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and when, so when they made the movie Ghostbusters, that's they wanted to call it Ghostbusters, and they were like, "This movie, this TV show, had like fifteen episodes, fifteen twenty years ago. Nobody remembers it, right?" And so they cut a deal with the show so they could use the name, okay. right? And the deal was that they're like, well, you're making this live action. You're making this movie for like maybe not grownups, but not for like kid kids. And they're like, basically, like, as long as you don't make like a kid version of this, we're good. And then they made and then the, and then the movie got really big and they made a cartoon. Yeah. And then they were like, uh-uh-uh. <laughs> and so that's why the cartoon was always called the real Ghostbusters, but there, but there was a cartoon. There was another cartoon called Ghostbusters. Right. In that cartoon is based on this TV oh, show. That cartoon came from a live action. Yes, TV? that's oh, what I'm saying. That I'm cartoon I didn't realize that. is based yeah. on this TV show. See, we never knew oh, that. Okay. So okay. When, okay. And so when Ghostbusters, the movie, the yeah. the the real one, yeah. right, <laughs> becomes this huge hit, now the people that created this TV show are like. Well, we own the rights to something called Ghostbusters, uh-huh. and you can't stop us. <laughs> wow. And so they made a cartoon version of it. Okay. And then when when wow. the the Vinkman version of Ghostbusters wanted to make a cartoon, they couldn't call yeah. it just call it Ghostbusters, so they called like it the, the real Ghostbusters. I like how they called themselves oh God, the real Ghostbusters. When oddly enough, There's the nothing. other Ghostbusters <laughs> is technically the real one. Those other guys are like, hey, a better a name would have been the Ghostbusters you actually give a <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> the good Ghostbusters. The good Ghostbusters. Yeah, uh, yeah so she find, she's playing chess, and then she picks up the, uh, the ghost tracker and ends up tracking it to... Basically, Egon's safe house, and she finds all of this stuff, and well, all she finds the trap in the floor. She, right? Oh, that's right. She finds the trap in the floor. Um, they she takes it to school, and this is where Paul Rudd's like, "Oh, cool, a replica." One of those, and, and she I was like, like that. How like the kids don't know or the don't kids care about know. all this, and there haven't been ghosts in a long time, so I can see how they don't even really think they're real. Also, like, like how many podcasts do you hear these days? Or you don't, but I do because I'm fifty one, <laughs> and where it's like they're like. This forgotten thing that nobody remembers. Yeah. And I'm like, I totally remember yeah. this. I, I didn't realize other people didn't remember That's, this. Right. Like, so, I, right. Yeah. You know, when all of a sudden there's a podcast about like the fraudulent Hitler diaries. And I'm just like. Hey, wait well, a yeah, minute. No, I remember that. Yeah. Like, that's, oh, did Pete, I didn't realize as a culture we forgot that. <laughs> that's yeah. funny. That's... So, uh, you know, it's like, so these kids don't know anything or think anything of this, but Paul Rudd, he grew up with it. Yeah. So he's like, I lived through that time right. in New York. And it was all like this. The Walking Dead. Yeah. Yeah. So he, so he notices, like, is that, 
that's a great replica. It looks so real and all that. And then he sees like a little ghost emit from it. Yeah, he's there's like, like a little Whoa. thing that like ghost smoke that pops up. Yeah. He's like, where did you get that? Yeah. Uh, and I do like this scene where where Phoebe sees Egon on this little like clip of them walking out of that high rise building, and she like, I, I took it as like Phoebe never knew who her grandpa was. Yeah, like no. never right. Yeah, though, the mom, the mom wouldn't, him. the mom wouldn't talk about him. Yeah. But as soon as she sees him, she's she like, "Hey, that guy looks just like me." That's the guy I've modeled my entire <laughs> life after that I've never seen. Right, I even got the same glasses. Was so weird. Genetic glasses. <laughs> genetic glasses. Yeah. So they take the uh, they take the um, the trap outside, and they they, they can't <laughs> get is, it to open. I think this seems really hilarious. funny. Where they've got it tied up to podcast. Uh, we got to mention again this, this kid, kid podcast. This kid in summer school walks in, and again, I think he is hilarious. He's 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 doing a podcast as he walks into the <laughs> summer school, and he's like talking about describing the way it looks and the kids and everything. And he's so funny in the way he points the microphone to her to talk, and, and everything. she's like, "Uh, oatmeal." Yeah, and he commentates <laughs> on it and everything. So this kid is really funny throughout, and he's there. He's like in the school he's bus. In, he's in the entire time, right? Like there are moments where he's scared but he's in the he's with it like this is this yeah. is quality material for podcast yeah uh so i'm trying to think so Does they she... fire it up they so paul rudd's got the jumper cables from the bus uh podcast is the one that's getting ready to fire it up right and he says hit it he turns it on and at first the trap doesn't do anything and paul rudd kind of goes up and touches it and then boom yeah and here comes not slimer which i think no, is not it's this not, isn't not the, slimer. This is... it's the muncher it's, it's not Muncher. It's, it's a, a different one? It's a demon thing. It's a hellhound or whatever. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's the first time. Oh, oh, oh it. it's, yeah. it's, the, it's either find... Zool or the gatekeeper. That's yeah. who it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, and it takes off. And then, of course, the glass is shattered. The scene that I also really like is them is, is Paul Rudd driving the kids home with no windshield. Yeah, and picking yeah. the glass and, out and, of and the and windshield. Like, and podcasts, like, leaning on the dash, like, with the hair, you know, yeah. hair blown back. <laughs> <laughs> and he drops them off at home, and she's like, you brought them home. It's a service, it's a service I provide. I, provide. <laughs> I mean, that stuff is great. Yeah, and then them together, I think, works really yeah, well. I, right? I like them I together. think my favorite line from him is later when he's dropping her off from the date, and he, was, he says something like, would you like some room temperature shrimp? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah yes. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, no, you can keep it. He's like, oh, thank you. Now, this is where the chess game has moved forward, and she picks up the the ghost tracker and tracks it to Egon's secret lair. She slides down the pole. Oh, you know, all the lights turn on, and we get just a hodgepodge of stuff. Mm-hmm. But the main thing is she goes to a like a like a storage locker, and there are the jumpsuits. There are Egon's jumpsuits. Um, you see the name on the jumpsuit with a crunch bar in the pocket, which I think is great. Like that's a great callback. Uh, his glasses are in the pocket and this is where you get the glasses up against hers. And she kind of runs upstairs and kind of dresses down her mom. She's like, why didn't you tell me my, you know, so you think Nestle Crunch had to pay for that product placement again? Yeah, I would think or so. Do I you bet think... they take it to them, like Twinkie, Nestle Crunch. <laughs> the I, Twinkie, I bet they go, oh, this is a Ghostbusters I movie. Think the, the Twinkie reference to me was like, God dang, like that is... Not even just the reference, just to have the Twinkie is fan. Like it's it's one of my favorite lines in that movie, uh, in the first one. So the fact that they have like a Twinkie yeah. sitting there is like yeah, that's great. But I I think I think what's great is that they took blatant product placement, and even the guys in the first movie punched it up. I mean, yeah. when Bill Murray does that thing with the Crunch Bar, <laughs> he took a blatant plot product placement, but kind of made it funny and played with it. Yeah, like I think that was a really great way. But now. We're nostalgic about blatant product placement, right. but it works here because you're like, oh, that's the thing from you don't even really feel like it's blatant. Right. You're just like, oh, yeah, that moment from the first one. Right. 
Um, so this is where she kind of where Phoebe kind of dresses down her mom and just like, why didn't you tell me? And this is where you f- get that feeling from. You know, Paul Rudd dresses her down later. Yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he does. Uh, where it like you can feel the hurt and the pain from Carrie Coon about her dad just up and left. And obviously the, the theory of the, for the longest time is like, Oh, Annie Potts is her mom. So like when Annie Potts walks in, you're just like, Oh, it's not. But her does mom. she know her mom? See, that's the question is we don't really, get, was she oh. given up for adoption or something? Like we don't, I didn't take that at all. I he's, so I, I'm going to say no, because he has all those pictures. And I don't. Somebody's sending him those pictures, but I guess the adopted mom could. Have I guess that's pictures. true. That's but possible. I also think that, like, one, if Annie Potts was the mom, I think she'd have a bigger reaction if when, when she walks showing the door. her the home. Yeah, I, I just when, when Annie Potts walks through that door, you would think that like there'd true. be a degree of like, "Hey, mom." No, that's true. Yeah, I just it's weird because they play up the Annie Potts and Harold Ramis stuff, yeah. but then they. You know, what I mean, I just it was a perfect opening for them to do something. But I get that maybe they didn't want to like convolute. Yeah, I mean, they, they, def- they, they hinted on. that later, right? Like when we see that that unused footage of them. That's together. what I mean. Yeah. So it's like they're doing that, but then also they didn't take the opportunity to have that be a yeah. connective. So I don't know. Could be, but uh, I think they could retcon it somehow. I'm not saying it's they for could, sure. but I think it would be bad. Yeah, yeah I think because it's, the whole point is that he gave up his daughter so he could. F- Try to save the world from ghosts, yeah. right? What and Annie What's Potts gave up sure. her daughter so she could be the project manager right, for right, him right, saving right. the world from so ghosts. So I guess you could like, just, yeah, no, I get it. I guess yeah. that you could say that Annie Potts, she's just like she couldn't deal with it anymore. Like, like obviously she loved him, but if he just wouldn't do anything but concentrate on this thing and couldn't give her any, he's attention Reed or, Richards. Yeah, but you know, is, I could see how like even though they. I mean, they didn't break up because of something malicious, but I could see how they could go their separate ways. She's like, this is all you care about. Is yeah. this. There's no ghosts anymore. We haven't seen them for years. And all you can do is think about this biblical prophecy that is. Well, I think I think if they were going to make her be her mom, that needed to be addressed immediately as soon as she sees her. And you could even say, like, they just became estranged later on. Right. That, yeah. But it, it you well, can't, I'm not you even can't talking do about that she's now. the mom. Oh, I'm, I see. I'm, what you're I'm saying. saying that I can see why they'd split up because what I'm saying is they show this nice thing at the I'm end. I'm with you. I'm and you're with like, you. well, if they're a thing and they love each other, and they're you know, why would they ever break up? But I could see them say like, oh, well, he was just in love with his work, and right? It didn't work out. So we're, we're running a little short on time, so I'll kind of speed through this. Basically, what happens is the guy who built the tower in New York mm-hmm. that was like this this conduit for for Gozer and yeah. uh, everything. Yeah, the they mentioned yeah. the blueprints. Right. This guy also built this town. Like he is responsible for this town and he basically has like a backup plan if Gozer Ivo Shandor. Ivo Shandor. So he's a yes. throwaway Which is just comment a great, in the... It's a gr- like yeah. yeah, it's a great name by the way. Like it's a, it's a very fun name. So what he did is he he built two um temples basically right so the temple at the top of the building in manhattan and then he's got another one here and when our characters find that building so finn wolfhard and the girl he's hitting on they and all see the... it like come up for a second and then because like the barrier is starting to break like yeah. the the egon we find out had set it up where he's got like four proton packs linked together and every time there would be this earthquake which is these ghosts and spirits coming back up they would set off an alarm and the proton packs would fire they'd cross the streams which is just like i thought you said that's a bad thing 
uh, and would push the, the the ghosts and demons and Gozer back down. And that's he had this yeah. set up. And what he was trying, what we find out, what he was trying to do is, yes, it's a dirt farm, but it's also a giant ghost trap. Like yeah. this whole thing is. I feel one like they massive- revealed that too soon. I felt like it would have been so much more effective if they had hid that from the audience until the ghost chased him back yeah. and then have McKinnon be, like, be like, yeah. no, this is a whole farm is a trap. Yeah. Bam. And then start snagging ghosts. Like that's, that, that's a like, good call. That's that's how that should have been revealed to us. So I think I'm trying. Well, it doesn't really matter because we see him. The ghost. We see him try it in the first one. And it blows the generators or whatever. And it doesn't yeah. work. Uh, the one scene we I, we kind of glossed over is. Finn Wolfhard fixes sort of his ghost grandpa fixes Ecto one. And I got to tell you, as soon as I hear heard the the siren like right in the chest and I don't know why. Well, you know, like there's uh, musical cues from the first one. There's a lot higher movie. There's a lot. They use the same musical cues, which I think is kind of cool. And I I do like how they reveal the car and the lights go out and he's like, oh, (laughs) you get the car reveal and then he takes it away. Takes it away. Yeah. But yeah, he. We find out. Did they have gunner seats? It, that had to be no. There's a toy. no. That's a new thing. It's that a was a, it. Was a toy. Okay. Oh, okay. But yeah, I was trying to think if it was in two. No. But I don't remember it because the turtle mobile had gunner seats, and I think oh. by the time they started having toys, I was in my twenties. Yeah. <laughs> I was. But that was so, at the right age. From, yeah. I feel but the bad kids for that my grew folks. up with the toys. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. That's from the, the gunner. Toy. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. So McKenna Grace. Fix it. Phoebe fixes a proton pack, and she's playing with it uh, out in like the, you know, the, the field bottles. or whatever. And she's like, "Did I get it?" And the kid, podcast like, "Did you get it? <laughs> it doesn't you exist. Got, it doesn't anymore. exist anymore." <laughs> and this is where we get the and reveal. Then they go get Muncher. They find Muncher. They find Muncher, them. which I just think is funny. Maybe it's because they hit too many nostalgia notes. Yeah, is they couldn't use Slimer, right? Like I feel like I think it's good that they didn't go back to that well. They that's gave what I'm you saying. Muncher. Who, who's basically who the same they're trying to leave something for two ghostbusters after afterlife <laughs> yeah yeah so that's good because rise of the, rise of egon this movie is also kind of ghostbusters easter eggs big you time. know what i mean yeah. so i i think that's good they gave you a new one they need new toys all that stuff not that slimer toys wouldn't sell but you I know got, it's like muncher when i when they showed this trip i i swear to god i could have sworn this thing was green like oh. in the in that first teaser trailer, no. I could have sworn he was like green. Like I was like, well, all right, Slimer's back. It's, it's like light of, blue. Yeah, he's like, but a, he eats like metal, a, so that's yeah. his thing. Which I thought was clever the way that they get they their I, stuff back. You get Slimer, yeah. But you I, don't I, get I liked Slimer. the bringing back of Muncher yeah. and went to get the stuff out of the evidence. Because I was locker. like, how are they going to do this? I thought yeah. that was a great callback to um, podcast. Like, got it. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, good. So they find him and they chase him around, and then I but guess this is this is a great scene. I think this scene is fit, like one of the best scenes of the movie when they're shooting Finn, Finn in Ecto One, chasing around the town. Oh like, yeah, I think that's great. And All the, that destruction, and I'm glad that they there was uh, consequences, right? Because yeah. like they yeah. shoot up the town, and you're like, well, they're just gonna get away with it, and it's never gonna, you know, in a lot of movies they would do that, right? But in this movie, they they get him, and, right, and they get arrested, and they get arrested, <laughs> and the jail. one phone call that Phoebe makes is to the old Ghostbusters line, which yeah. I, she because she saw it on, on the, the ad. Yeah. And who answers Check the phone? phone that's right, that's right. But Dan Aykroyd answers the phone. Yeah. And it like it, it's he's a different Ray. He's a different Ray stands now than from before. He he's not as full of like life, I guess. I remember Ray being just like, this is the greatest he thing was ever. He's about all that stuff. And now yeah. he's not. Well, think about it. 20 something years, there's been no ghosts. A lot of people probably don't believe in them, think he's crazy, and it's like that's hard when that's his whole thing and yeah. people are just like And no, his friends I, are gone. I run some old ghost shop now. You right, know, it's just right. like um but I like that, you know, it, it, 
they bring up Egon. He's like, Egon can go to hell. Yeah, I was like, he oh, just dang. passed away, and he's like, oh, and he immediately changes tone. Yeah, and you know, he's like, I'm listening. I don't know what I can do, but talk. And she's explaining things, and he's telling her about the history and everything. And it's just a nice moment. Yeah, the last thing she gets out is I'm Egon's granddaughter, and then and the cop, the cop like, hangs up the phone. The cop who's the dad, uh, the sheriff who's the dad of the, the girl that the, Finn Wolfhard's hitting on, and the, the, you know, the love interest, small town. Yeah, small. T- you ain't lying. Uh, I like this moment between them when she's like, here, I need you to hold something for me. You're, you're a minor. You only get two years. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, okay. And then the dad comes by and lets her out. She's like, just uh, waiting on my ride. Just waiting. <laughs> yeah. That was good. Um, So now everybody's kind of, now the mom is super pissed, which is just kind of interesting. Like I have been in a similar situation, not chasing ghosts, but like. <laughs> Where my, where my, thank you uh, for clarifying. <laughs> where I have been told to do something by a parent, or like a parent's like, I really just want him to do this one thing, yeah. and then I do that one thing, and then I get in trouble for doing that thing, yeah, right. Because the the conversation is like, I just want her to get into a little bit of trouble, and of course, this is then we see her like screaming down the, the street, firing a proton pack, yeah, um, and she kind of throws down with with Phoebe, where she's just like, I he left us, and like I you know, but. We get a really good look again into like how much disdain there is between uh, Egon and his daughter. Yeah, sure. You'd resent a parent that left and completely yeah. and just never showed back up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I think just does, does, does she pick up the I think. Yeah, I think she picks up the ghost detector and ends up finding the uh, the the bunker. Yeah, she goes down and sees there's all these pictures of her, her and, her and dad, like she so. and, then, and then she gets taken. Yeah. She gets taken by either Gozer or the gatekeeper, one or the other. Well, the gatekeeper Paul, is J.K. Simmons, right? Or oh no, no I guess no, he's no, it's Shandor. Paul That's right. Paul Rudd is the he's Shan- J.K. Simmons is Shandor. Yeah. Where was J.K. Simmons? He's in this the movie? corpse guy. He's that the they oh, is he yeah. really? Yeah. I didn't even and notice. And Olivia Wilde is is uh is who uh, is that right? Gozer, right? Oh, I didn't realize that was Olivia Wilde. Yeah, I just thought Olivia it was Wilde. just like someone they got to look like her. No, it's Olivia Wilde. That's funny. Uncredited. It, there is one there. moment yeah. where I get, get to the credits and I was like, Sigourney. She's got Weaver. very distinctive cheekbones. She does. Yeah, like, she's got like a square jaw. Yeah, I thought she was great. And again, I had no idea J.K. Simmons nor Olivia Wilde <laughs> That's were in really this movie. Good. I'm like, That's good. But when I get when we get to the credits and it says, and Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, I was like, you're Sigourney like, Weaver oh, wasn't in this movie. There's a mid-credits scene. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I didn't put that together. Didn't even <laughs> well, you did the same thing. Instantly. But I did the same. But that's where they left it because you go, and Sigourney Weaver. Like, I've never seen that happen before where they credit someone before they've shown up. At a post credit scene, which I thought was pretty good. I, I saw it, it. The thing that comes to mind was uh, Godzilla. If you watch the credits, they they give they give copyright credit to Mothra and Rodan oh. before you get that oh. end credit scene of like them on the paper uh, that or whatever. show you Mothra. Because I was just like. We didn't see Mothra, <laughs> yeah. and then it was like, gotcha. yeah. But yes, this was a did. title credit. Totally, this was totally. one word on a the screen. Yeah, You've right. never seen Anne Sigourney Weaver without seeing Sigourney <laughs> so like, Weaver. Where the hell was Sigourney Weaver? At the end Weaver. of a movie, yeah. yeah. So that was really good. But anyway, but back to the... Yeah, so they, uh, they, the mom realizes that, like, okay, and this is this is a throwback to the, the Dana getting possessed scene. Same eyes, same, like, breathing, same voice. There is same no line. Dana, only, yeah. only Zool. <laughs> there is no mom, only Zool. And so... Yeah, our Paul Rudd has been kit- taken as well. So Paul Rudd and so he's taken after the Walmart scene. Oh yeah, which in, we've seen. In, this in, is in the trailer. Yeah, and in we've, vein we've seen... of the first movie and 
blatant product placement. Yeah, we just straight up went to a Walmart. <laughs> but it was yeah. fine. It was fun. Uh, this is where you see the Stay Puft Marshmallow the, the minis. minis the now. minis, yeah. And uh, they get into a bunch of hijinks. I mean, they're they're the baby Yodas, the <laughs> Be- you know the cute yeah. little. Whatever. I took Bella, and she was like, "Are they going to turn that mic? Oh, they are going to turn that." But they're on. all just <laughs> doing marshmallow stuff, like cooking themselves, exploding themselves. It's gremlins. It is exactly gremlins. Yep, it's that, yeah, yep. that's a good call. Um, but anyway, so so he's but really good practical effects with the demon. There yeah. are. It's funny. There are moments where, when we see the the demon hound for the first yeah. time, it is almost identical to the stop motion yeah. oh, that we saw in the first. The one. Looks yeah. just yeah. the designs look just like them. Yep. But they do practical, and yep. you see this huge thing in the Walmart, and he's chasing Paul Rudd, and eventually he jumps on his car and possesses him. Right. Correct. And so, so that, those two have to meet up. And I am Gozer, and you are you the gatekeeper yeah. or Azul or whatever. Uh, and they do that, and it's a really awkward. They're all snarling at each <laughs> other, which is a night. And it's funny the way that they call back to it later when they wake up they're like i think we yeah, yeah we did think, yeah <laughs> uh so our kids end up um now it's basically now, now we've kind of gone to the goonies territory mm-hmm. where it's just the kids and the kids the adults are have been taken out of this movie altogether, yeah. uh and the kids are all they're all right in ecto one they've all got ghostbusters jumpsuits they take on. all the jumpsuits and write their own names on i the... do like that we've only got one proton pack which i think is kind of great like they don't all magically find proton packs like it's just the one aren't there two there's one in the Cause car finn, okay because that's, that's, finn gets a proton pack yeah, too that doesn't work but that's in the car okay. but like mckenna grace is the only one that has the, the yeah they don't suit them all one. up and you get four new ghostbusters <laughs> yeah right, right. right like yeah uh, so they take this the this like trolley I guess or this lift down into the bowels of this uh, cavern and we see it's the exact same setup from the first one. Yeah. We've got it looks great. It I looks think the, great. I think the recreations they did of all the things, whether it be places, objects, you know, the proton packs that are dilapidated and yeah. old. I mean, they did a really good job. of, yeah. of recreating think- the same objects, the same look of things, like the yeah. design, the production design mm-hmm. is excellent. Um. The fight ensues, right? We get uh, McKenna Grace kind of being super cute with uh, Zool. Uh, or, yeah, Gozer? Gozer. Gozer. Yeah. Uh, Gozer, who, I mean, they made Olivia Wilde look just like Gozer did. from the yeah. first one. They yeah. did. Yeah. They yeah. freaking yeah. made her look just like. Because that woman is striking, right? Yeah. In that movie, like, she's got, she's got very defined right. features. She yeah, that's almost why looks. You get Olivia Wilde because she is so distinctive. Yeah. Like, she has. The, same yeah. costume, same everything. Yeah, Though, there's great. a scene where she's. Obviously, the Paul Rudd and the mom turn into the dogs, right? We get the mm-hmm. whole little scene where they turn into the dogs. Yeah, get that transformation. They get that transformation. Yeah. But there's a scene where she's sitting on the throne, and she's sitting just yeah. like it's identical. Yeah. It's just the exact same way. These people did their homework. They were playing. Right. Or supposed to be playing uh, similar characters. Because, correct. Correct. Know, yeah. Uh, basically, I'm trying to think. Like, I there's... was looking for Ivan Reitman. I didn't see him. I was surprised if they wouldn't put him in the like he wouldn't put his dad in the movie. Somewhere. Yeah, so I wonder if he shows up anywhere because I don't know. I think that'd be a nice homage. Yeah, he directed yeah. the yeah. Anyway. Uh, they get everybody out right. Like that's kind of what happens. Is I think they use a ghost trap, and what we find out is that the only way that Zool or Gozer can stay powerful is if she has she needs both of like the hellhounds mm-hmm. to stay powerful. So they uh, take. They throw a ghost trap, I think, and they end up separating the mom from uh, one of the hellhounds. And the, they, they're going to—it's the exact same plan that Egon had in the first one. They've got the hellhound uh, in, in the opening of the movie. In, yeah, yeah, they've got the hellhound in the ghost trap, and they take off back to the farm. Mm-hmm. And this is where McKenna says, "We know what this is." And I think this is a great-looking scene where you've got uh, Gozer kind of like creeping her way through 
the cornfield, like up into the farm, which I think is great. And just like she's kind of got everybody dead to rights. And just when you think she's going to kill McKenna, here comes five or three blasts from proton packs and who walks out but it's of course the real real ghostbusters uh i gotta tell you it's chills man bill murray looked old he is old old, but i know but like this more than old he looked tired (laughs) he looked tired yeah which i kind of like i kind of like right like i i i think of peter venkman just being like God damn it. Like, I got to do this. I already put you away once. Like, yeah. I got to do this again. I think it's hard because we grow up with these people and don't think they'll ever age, especially movie stars, because they yeah. live forever. You watch Ghostbusters anytime you want. You're going to tell he me looks- Ernie Hudson doesn't look almost exactly the same? No, Ernie Hudson looks great. <laughs> yeah, Ernie Hudson for looks sure. But, I, but it's just interesting that we, you know, we have a picture of what right. celebrities look like. Yeah. We grew up with them. They are immortalized. That's yeah. the magic of movies, and they're, they live forever. You know, they're immortal in that way. Um, so, yeah, it's like, yeah, he's, yeah. he's older. And, and he, But yeah, they're, so they fight off they still got it i think it was great seeing them together it was like chills and then the emotional stuff when like yeah they um gozer is able to fight them off she she can take the proton streams and she uncrosses them he says correct she's uncrossing uncrossing the streams streams. and there's nothing they can do but then mckenna grace has her hands on the proton tom pack and you say well well, she's getting she's got her she's got gozer like contained but she's getting knocked doing backwards a force right? battle yeah you know? exactly exactly and or then harry potter battle. there's a yeah. there's like a ghostly hand that comes yeah. from the back and like oh, pushes chills. and i was and when i see the hand i was like no like there's no way <laughs> god and then of course it, it pans up and it's a 70 it's an older egon and it's i a, think it's a perfect you know cg when we talk yeah. about sometimes they do it bad this sometimes is about, this do was really, really good really this was good. incredible yeah this was I think it I think it helped because and there was no uncanny yeah. valley. I think it's that he hel- was a ghost. It helps that he's yes. a ghost. But man. But, but uh that this is the part that I, I this one got me. I get yeah. tear like yeah. seriously though, it got yeah. me. I mean the tears started coming down my eyes. When you yeah. see his face standing there and then Backing again when up. they're all next to each other looking over, I'm just like I I mean, I don't even have that much reverence for that. I mean, I like Ghostbusters, yeah. but I don't feel that. You know, I was a little younger I think, and found it later. Uh, and it's one of those things where it's like, I liked it, but it's also like, is it Ghostbusters? This is more about our love for a franchise yeah. than what the film itself was I think putting the, I on think screen. You are spot on. You I know? think this is uh, this but, is a Ghostbusters but I, movie. But, but I like Bill Murray's line where he's like, I, I thought you'd show up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, of course, but, Bill Murray would be like, yeah, of course. But I think the point is that whether you just adore and love and grew up with Ghostbusters or like me found it later, like it doesn't matter because Jason Reitman captured something here between real people who were friends and knew this guy. Yeah. And like especially knowing that they had a falling out, that Bill Murray and and uh, Harold Ramis had a falling out and didn't talk for a long time. Oh, was it like in real life? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and then okay. like uh, uh, Groundhog Day. And then I think oh, Bill really? Murray yeah. uh, like spoke at his funeral, which was like a really nice thing because yeah. he knew that they had fallen out and all this. So like to know that these were real friends that even had problems and like came back together and had this love for this person who's gone. Like it got me. It was yeah. amazing. Yeah. In the movie, it worked, but the real life stuff. That you yeah, bring the four to of it? them standing there together. God. And I also I do like so cool. that they didn't give him a voice. Yeah. You, yeah. I don't need Smart an. Impr- I don't now. need an impression of or. Well, they wouldn't. They do that computer stuff now, but oh, I think that's it's better true. They didn't. Yeah, you no, know, they take their old clips and they can make someone say anything, and it sounds just like them. that's but true. That's true. It was good. It, no, it was, it was good. Perfectly handled. It was you know like sensitively handled. Well done. It looked great. I think it yeah, was awesome. It was great. Yeah, uh, and this is a. And then, and so then we, he and then he goes because he makes up with his daughter. He, he sees Carrie Coon and they kind of embrace. And I was like, oh, 
is she, she forgives him. How and is she holding on to that ghost? Yeah, eh, that's my yeah. only question. But she she forgives him and he goes away. He's, and he goes away. He's what are they? Yeah. I mean, it's that's kind of it. it like, was like he, his last he, thing, right? Yeah, like, he he got his his piece. Yeah, I guess he's in peace. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they they kick on the ghost trap. Finn Wolfhard hits it with a like a, a proton blast and it kicks it on and Gozer has been contained for the most part. Uh, and this is that's kind of where it ends, right? Like everybody's kind of back together and everything's okay. Um, the, the, we get the good interaction between Paul Rudd and um, one at the end. It says for Harold, for, for Harold, which was yeah. nice. You don't usually see that in the middle. Like the movie wasn't over yet, but it was yeah. kind of neat how they said that because yeah. that scene really was. And yeah, for yeah, sure, it was a good moment. Uh, so then the first post credit, like we said, we see Sigourney Weaver's name in the credits, and we cut to Bill Murray and Sigourney Weaver doing the card game. Well, the movie it doesn't it uh, end with the. The car driving, oh, back, does, to New driving York, back to New York, and then it puts and like it's Ernie, Ernie it Hudson who became who. Uh, no, that's the last scene. But it, but oh, the is la- it? But, but after the, the for the, Harold thing, it, the last thing you see before you get start getting the credits and then the mid credits yeah. stuff is a a shot of New York, the Brooklyn Bridge, and the, and, and the car and the driving, car driving yeah. up, and you get the the theme song, yeah. the original theme song. Then that's we right. do the credits, and then Sigourney Weaver, and you're like, what? And yeah, and Bill Murray, and so they're married. She's credited as is that what she? Oh, is she really? Okay, okay, that's pretty, so that's they're married fun. and they're like a married couple doing you know yeah and I do like that so they're doing the doing card, the card game thing for the first from, thing yeah. and he, he nails it and she was you know shocked those him on purpose and he was like no of course not yeah shocked they are. yeah <laughs> and she shocks him again. shocks him again it was a playful really fun interaction between the two of which them. is what you got in those in that first movie the second yeah. one not so much because they aren't together in that yeah first they're one. fighting they're, in the, right yeah. and that, she looks great I mean I'm not like I mean I'm just no, saying yeah for, as far as like the way that she's aged I just thought she looked fantastic really young yeah. like i yeah uh and then we the, the final the final credit sequence is winston kind of giving uh he had become like this very uh successful and like real estate developer and they do kind of make reference that somebody had bought the old uh firehouse but then he went and bought it back after all this but he pulled like winston gives you know he's like i loved this like it was i was i came in there just looking for a job and it became my life yeah. and he pulls ecto one is, is that ernie hudson saying that or is maybe, it winston saying that maybe maybe <laughs> remember that you see any pots with the coin first when she talks to him which is the scene past the deleted scene oh is it you mentioned it's just a really yeah. nice scene you see them together in right this right, new right scene we've never seen and then it cuts to her holding the coin holding the in coin present day and then goes talks to winston yeah, that's right that's and right they're talking I mean, to each ernie other hudson i think is a great actor ernie hudson does not get the credit he should he's get. phenomenal whether it's the crow yeah whether it's anything I mean, anything that oz. he's done over time oz, well, yeah. yeah oz exactly he is a phenomenal actor and i i interviewed him and we talked for like an hour he is such a nice guy like he will just talk to you and cool. has so many interesting stories um but he he doesn't coming really... into a role that was not for him and he kind right. of came in yeah. and made it his own but yeah. and he's always been kind of treated as an afterthought Absolutely. in this franchise yeah so. but he brings a lot to it and i think that he this final scene even though it's like a post post credit scene but it's like his the his speech that he gives is really good i need to go back and rewatch it. the first one because i don't remember him having like that love for the car but maybe he did because when he sees Ecto one, he's like, "What did they do to you?" Yeah, he. D- I mean, he does. Like, I wonder like, if he's the, either he's way in charge of fixing it up. In the uh, first it's like it was like him and Ray's project. Yeah. Okay, okay. But he delivers this, and man, you see him go to the firehouse, pull the car in, and then he touches the top, and he's like, "We'll get you back." Where you it's need to cool be. again, and this is just pure nostalgia. But just seeing the firehouse yeah. and all that. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought I, I see a light on on the 
thing uh, on the ghost. Like, there's been a ghost in this trap at the firehouse oh, the whole time. Oh, sure, sure, But then sure. they cut to the Ghostbusters logo, but with the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. Right. So it's I'm a guessing, different logo. I'm guessing that's the Stay Puff in that. The box. other the other part that I liked is the the throwback to the line like Are you a god? Yeah. No. Yeah. And then he's like, you know, of course, yeah. right. This time I was like, yes. Yeah. Yes, I am. Yeah. And like, so I, I there's fun that. lines between the old Ghostbusters yeah. and the call. Uh, I think my favorite line of the whole movie is when when Paul Rudd gets out of the crawls out of the dog suit <laughs> yeah. and he's like, my hands hurt from the galloping. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> yeah, I think this is I like I I've said before the first movie I ever saw in theaters was Ghostbusters. Oh wow, okay. So, which I don't like <laughs> the real exactly. Ghostbusters. The first movie I saw in theaters was the Apple dumping. <laughs> <laughs> but like it, I was trying to do the math and I was like there's no way they took this had to come this had to get re-released at some point. Yeah, that's because weird, there's though. no way they took me at 2 years old yeah. to go see this movie. Are you sure you didn't see Ghostbusters 2? No, because this the the story is is, is we're sitting there i'm enjoying the movie the cl- and then the dog comes out of the statue and the my aunt who took me was oh, that a transformation yeah is that your first so it, but it's not a transformation it just comes out of oh. the rock and my aunt she's like you were sitting there and you saw that and you looked up at me and you said i'd like to go now <laughs> and that was night and then we left see i had a similar my first movie was the little mermaid and when ursula comes on screen is <laughs> doing her creepy stuff i'm like i would like to go i now. would like to go now but like for me and now i got to i got to take my kid i yeah. got to take my kid to the theater and see ghostbusters so it was like it was hitting on all of the when right we went notes to, when we took the kids to new york i'm like we went to tavern on the green and my son's just like why are we at tavern on the green i was like this is where the dog in Ghostbusters <laughs> goes through the window, and he's yeah. like, "Oh my god, we're in a Ghostbuster scene." Yeah, that's right. What exactly. did your kids Damn think right. when you brought them to the re-release of the Apple Dumpling game? <laughs> yeah, they were not concerned. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I I loved it. I just I I wanted to love it. I didn't hate it. I th- there's a lot to like there, but I just wish it had been yeah. funny. I agree. And it's I, not perfect, but I just mean I I really enjoyed the experience of it. I'm not a perfect movie by any means, but I think it hits the right. If this had been funny, it would have been a yeah. home run. Yeah, I think this is a solid ground rule double to a triple. Yeah, maybe and you I, need a Diablo Cody. You know, Reitman's first movies were very funny. Yeah, yeah, man. This this I thoroughly enjoyed everything about this movie. Yeah, awesome, was a good yeah. movie. Well, I guess uh, that's it for this one. Let's go around the table and everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joy Butts, B-U-T-T-S 21. This is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. Find the show online, Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. While you're there, like the page, join the group. And of course, don't forget our Patreon. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, Kong shouts zap. Get ready for a spoiler. Won't say it twice cause we already warned ya Better watch out, it's gonna ruin the plot Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.